Coming at you from the Steel City, you're listening to Poor Man's Podcast, Pittsburgh's premier comedy podcast. Your weekly dose of humor hosted by Chris Hopper and with a new special guest each week. And here's your host, Chris Hopper. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Poor Man's Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. Along with me, as always, is the wonderful, is the talented, is the beautiful Danny Kaufman. Danny, how are you tonight? Oh my God, stop it. <laughs> I like wanted to let the applause sink in. I needed that today. Oh, yeah. Well, it's that well worth good. it. It's, it's, well, it's well worth it. That doesn't even make sense. It's earned well earned i guess Thank you. <laughs> yeah no it's worthy you're worthy of it it's well earned because we are here at not at five six five live no. this week we're here at poor man studios <laughs> and we just got it decorated slightly better because danny came in bearing gifts danny came in like a goddamn hero Thank with you. a pack of crow i can't even call them stickers really because they're like actual hanging birds with yeah. a little adhesive to the wall the paper crows, you know, Target never lets me down. I see that, man. They they crush it every single time. Every single time. I uh, spend a small fortune there. But this was a worthy investment. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, anybody listening can see the crows as well. If if they so desire, they can go on uh, YouTube and watch this show. We're not coming to you live this week because we're not at 565. We're trying some new stuff at Poor Man Studios this week, so we want to make sure everything goes well but i don't know why it won't danny yes let's hit the rundown do it oh the bell sounds just as good here it does the rundown let's see what do we have this week opening thoughts beer of the week this week we have some conspiracy theories Ooh. oh yes conspiracy <laughs> theories Love it. and the new news with danny kaufman it is a vibe ladies and gentlemen I didn't mean to do it. I thought that was, it's a vibe, but it's not. Anyway, <laughs> so it's just going to keep doing that. I thought we were doing something new in a new <laughs> yeah. Surprise, it's the news. Boom, boom, boom. But let's see. Opening thoughts. Next week, we have Abby Elias. Yay. Yes. We were supposed to have Abby a week ago, and I didn't realize it was, what was it, Labor Day? It was Labor Day. Yeah, yes. so we had no show, um, but we will have one next week with abby so she's always great to have on she's one of my favorite people that comes on for sure i'm so excited to have her on she's great yeah she's <laughs> she has some good sound drops on here actually That's right yes oh yeah i'll have to see if i can find it now i'll go through here how to eat wieners there we go oh my gosh pretty Classic. solid man what possibly sound drop of the year probably up there so far at least the, the, the guest drop for sure oh absolutely absolutely yeah, her. Let's see. Oh, number one. The first thing I'm going to head off. I went to the Steelers game yesterday, if you want to call it that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was it was rough. I didn't know I was going to until like right before I went. One of my oh. one of my customers at work, Tony Tepsik, shout out to him. Tony. He uh he's a big fan of the show. Big fan of the show. Shout out to Tony. He uh he got me some Steeler tickets. So, and How sweet. I don't think he's a big Steeler fan, but he likes to uh or he gets tickets through his job. So, oh, yeah, gotcha. He tries to hook me up every year, and it's much appreciated. It's always so fun to go, even though the outcome yesterday was 
horseshit. I did watch some of the game. Yeah, I did. Are you a football fan? I do like football. I don't like to like talk about it too much. Yeah, you know, because I like it's to keep part, that yeah. part of my life elusive. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. But um, I so I like college football a little more than NFL. But I do watch the Steelers when they play. Yeah. And I caught like the middle. Yeah. Of it, and as soon as like the ball was turned over. Yeah. And it was traumatic. I think it was in the third. Maybe the fourth quarter. Okay. I can't remember. I don't know. The game I went, was over at that point pretty much. I went to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I took a nap. I was like, I'm done. Yeah, oh, wow. That's, I'll tell you what. There's few things that are better than like the Sunday afternoon nap. It was solid. Yeah. It's so good. I, I used to play in a flag football league uh, on the south side in Pittsburgh. And they'd play at like 9 a.m. or whatever. So like they'd Ooh. be good. They'd be done for the afternoon game so people could watch it. Yeah. And I would watch probably 15 minutes a game and fucking crash so hard but it was like the deepest nicest nap i've ever had so maybe i have to you know start being more physical in the morning and then taking naps it might be a thing i don't know there's nothing like a nap to like a sporting event yeah it just hits different i don't know what it is but it was a solid nap yesterday (laughs) maybe it bores you so bad (laughs) maybe somebody out there's like there's nothing like the opera puts me to sleep there's nothing like church or whatever i don't know it's very possible. Although I think the best sporting event to nap to is a NASCAR race. Yeah, yeah. It's the white noise, maybe. It is the white noise of it. I like the I like the fan sound. I mm-hmm. have to sleep with the fan on or the air conditioner going. It's too quiet. I I, I can't sleep. It's very eerie. Yeah, I'm not a fan. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm not. Well, the the main reason um, I brought this up. Um, yes. Not just because this, the Steelers are back, which is always a big deal. Oh, actually, listen to the sports show every week. We have uh, oh, yeah. the Sports Extra with Sports Guy JP. I talked to him last week, and it literally blows my mind how much he knows when I talk to him. I was, like, saying something. He was like, yeah, pro football focus. They had the, the worst defense in the last 30 years. That's 6,432 teams. That like, oh, my God, easy how there. How does man. he absorb all of that? Like, I don't understand. I don't know, man. That's insane. Savant of sorts, I suppose. I guess. But yeah, listen to him. Listen to his uh, his sports bets. Uh, nobody better around to listen to than sports guy JP. Um, but the reason I bring it up is yes. because it is an event. The Steelers home opener. Especially oh. because yesterday was the first game of the season. And they've been hyped up. Uh, uh, they had a great preseason, so people think like they're great right now. Right. But preseason doesn't really determine very much. You know, you're not playing your playbook, really, your starters. You're just getting a feel for some of the backups. Anyway, when there's a home game, the first of the season, and it's obviously at Akersher or whatever, because the last couple of years they've been on the road. So yeah. even though the home opener is the first one we go to, it might be the second game, and it just loses a little bit of luster. Gotcha. Yeah, you start out 0-1-1, and then they come back. It, it's not the same. Right. So it started out. There's a lot of hype. I went. Half of them were 49ers fans, like if not more, which really? blew my mind. But I was thinking, is there like a bigger single event every year in Pittsburgh than like the home opener? Maybe light up night? Maybe. Um, don't people make a big deal the first Pirates game too? Like I know like the Pirates, like yeah. I feel like after that it kind of loses its luster a little bit. But yeah. I feel like that's usually like a big event yeah. that's like starting to get nice out. Like it's not nice yet, but it's starting to. Yeah. Like I feel like that's like a big thing. I feel like people post about it. Yeah. Like constantly when it happens. That's like the whole baseball nostalgia kind of thing. Right? Yeah. It's like America's pastime kind of thing. Right. Yeah. I, I agree. That That is 
definitely one of the ones. But it would make sense that it's a, a sporting event here because I think in other places maybe something would be. be bigger. But the Steelers, obviously, and I, I think even maybe people go to the Pirate game, but I think people care more about the Steeler game. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's more of like an event. Like I feel like people yeah. tailgate it. They go. Like right. do they stay for the whole game? Probably not. Not yesterday. Oh, <laughs> not most of them. I'll tell you what. And – I, I knew just from being in Bellevue or being even in Beaver now, the, the lantern flies are taking over. Heinz Field or Akersher, uh, the upper levels, man. I don't know how, how these lantern flies, man. They're everywhere. Why are there so many? They were crawling in people's like shirts Ew. and stuff when I was in there. Ugh. Yeah, there were multiple people <sighs> smacking them off other people, like trying to help them. I just had a very like anxious thought about like just hitting one like off of me and like falling down the stands, like you know, because yeah. they're just everywhere. Yeah, like, disgusting. Yeah, it is, it Ew. Great. Were you uh, attacked? Um, I had one on me and I flicked it. I wish I would have stomped them out, but I couldn't have. The, the seats are so close, and yeah. we were right in front of like the stairs. I went to stand up for the national anthem or whatever. Yeah, and kicked my nachos immediately down no, the steps man it's <laughs> so sad they they cost like 13 dollars too mm-hmm. do you know how okay two hot dogs and like i'm i'm an idiot with money more often than not same z's i especially when it comes to food or an event i'm like okay if i'm here i'm gonna do it i hear you yes but 25 dollars for two hot dogs and fries like that's insane that is a racket they are running a racket <laughs> the only thing worse is the parking there because it's in the what they're you're gonna get there and what you're gonna find another place that's not seventy five dollars? I had a park down by the children's museum, and it was forty five dollars there. And like, you have to walk there, and yeah. then you have to leave, which I'm sure takes three hours. Yeah. Like, how long were you stuck there? Luckily, a lot of people left early. Oh, that is a nice thing. So, yeah. yeah. So I parked. Like I said, kind of on the other side over by like uh, uh, the Children's Museum. And I guess mm-hmm. CCAC is over there. But I parked over there and we got inside and then there was a line at the pay station. So we had to wait Ugh. forever there. Ew. And then when you're pulling out, if you find out, you could have just put your card in the thing. But literally there's lines of people. And then when we got up to it, it was like, we only take cash now. Luckily, (laughs) luckily I had cash on me because I always, when I go to an event or a concert or something, I'm like, I know I'm going to need cash for something. So luckily I had some cash on me, but Uh, like, can we all get on the same page with this? Like nothing burns my biscuits more than this cash thing with the parking. (laughs) Because like some places are cashless. Like I feel like I'm old school. I try to have cash on me if I'm going to something. Some places you got to have cash and you have to have like $60 to park. Other times, they won't take it. Right. We we need to have a system. I think maybe both should just be accepted almost everywhere. I think that that's Then everyone fair. would be covered. But yeah, like the cash-only places. And then there's bars that do that a lot. Yeah. I love um, Murphy's and Regent Square is one I would go to, or the Pier in Bridgewater. Um, they're both cash, only cash, which essentially means you're probably stealing, right? right. <laughs> Somehow. The ATM yeah. is a scam. Yeah. So they're probably making a ton on the $8 fee or whatever. Like, oh. Yeah. Um, but I would think by now, like, almost, like, you could get a card reader on a phone. Yeah. You just get your little square thing and you're good. Or or a lot of them, you could probably just scan a QR code and pay. Really? Like, I feel like there are things that we could do now to yeah. simplify things, make things go a little quicker. But I guess when it comes to parking, probably 
they're like, there's so many people here. If you don't have it, just leave. We don't care. But then how do you leave? Because typically you can't just go. They know that. Like you're stuck. Uh, yeah, I think they're, I don't, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. I just want to know what the, you know, <laughs> like, and then it holds everybody else up. Like we need to be. I, I think it's like the DMV or like Ugh. how I said with the garbage men or whatever. You're not going to go to a different, like you can't. There's not a competing DMV right. that that will treat you better because it's true. It's just the DMV, and I think the parking place is is kind of like that. Like, yeah, you could go to a different parking place, but they're still going to treat you like shit. Like right. if I go to the Penn Hills DMV or the one in West Mifflin or wherever the fuck, they're still the DMV and they're still going to treat me like shit. Like the parking lot people, regardless of where they are, maybe one will charge seventy instead of seventy five, but. They're all going to treat you pretty much like shit. That is true, unless you know you almost cry at the DMV, and then they'll usually take care of you, I can say from experience. Yeah. I'm surprised they don't have just a line for people crying there. They really should. It would really, you know, another thing yeah. that would expedite things a little yeah, bit. Well, I guess that's probably why they don't do it. That answers that question. <laughs> now, when I was there, I was there was 67,000 people or whatever. So this year, it wasn't the biggest event because the Taylor Swift concert had 73,111 people. That is insanity. But the one thing that that has going for him is there's people standing on the field for that, right? Probably, yeah. There's yeah. probably like a standing right. or like seated. So that's yeah. probably another couple, you know, probably a thousand or two or maybe a thousand probably standing on the field. I think. Easily. I mean, I think there's still probably more people at the Taylor Swift concert. But I think that makes up for a little bit of it. That would be cool if we could stand on the field for a football game, man. Oh, yeah. Just really like get in <laughs> yeah. on the action. I know. I want to play a strong safety. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Parking gouge. I circled that. Wanted to definitely hit on that. It is a gouge. Uh, it's a racket. Yeah. It was knocking over my nachos wasn't even the worst part of the weekend for knocking things over. Danny, I told you about this. And, oh, my God. Oh, I feel it in my stomach. I, I hate it so bad. Um, it's not the only thing you knocked over this weekend, <laughs> it, Christopher? No, I I was doing a show at Cafe Conmigo. Um, it was very cute there, very nice. I um, it. Yeah, if you're watching, I have a little picture up. You can see uh, kind of where the stage is. Uh, you can see a lot of plants, a lot of plants in this place. So many plants. It's like a tropical oasis. Oh, yeah. It has fresh air in there because of all the... the Plants or whatever, man. A lot of oxygen <laughs> yeah, flowing oh, through yeah. those walls. Not in my mind, though. Not there. So I went up and I, you know, talked, did stand up and shit. Yeah. Got back down. Was feeling fine. Um, was very in my head because I was like, oh, I should have said something slightly different or I, I worded something in the wrong order or something. I was like, it was fine, but I nitpicked on something. I was getting back, and Jesse Fang was up next. So yes. I was getting ready to take a picture of him. So the, the, the way the stage is, you got the stage up front. Uh, there were probably, you know, seven rows of seats. Yeah. Um, and then there was where the comedians were. So there were, you know, a bunch of plants blocking, and then there was a couple couches. So we were sitting on the couch. Jesse went up, so I stood up. Uh, or I guess I just got off, so that's why I was standing, and I was going to go get a picture. So I leaned over the couch, and I swear I didn't touch a single thing. I didn't feel it. So I lean over, and I go to get the picture, and I get it. And then I look down, and I just see something kind of moving, and then I hear it. No. I'm like, what was that? I look down, and I see I knocked a pot over, and I was like, fuck. No. So I, so I go to pick it up. 
And I was like, oh, my God, because it's dark in there. The lights are all on the stage. Plus, there's people sitting there. I just knew I knocked the pot over. So I was like, hopefully I can pick this up before they realize. Right. When I went to pick it up, I realized all the dirt had also spilled out (laughs) onto the floor. (laughs) Now, this pot, this this pot holds 10 gallons, probably, of dirt. It's not a small pot. It's not a little, you know, a little succulent you have on your desk or whatever. No, this thing you could you could probably bury an infant in this. Okay, it's a weird way to gauge how big a bucket is, but but we all can see it in our minds. Yeah, now. It's, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I lean over, get the picture, I knock the pot on the ground. I'm like, oh shit! So I, I go to pick it up, realize no chance I'm picking up all the dirt. By that point, I see the, the people in the last row like looking, but I don't think they realized because it was under their seat, so they could kind of see me like being weird behind a bush. <laughs> <laughs> just alert. Yeah, I'm just like, oh no, with my phone out. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesse. Yeah. Just breathing heavy now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've like turned, like panicked, like, what the fuck do I do? Luckily, well, luckily, these three women that were working there, absolute fucking sweetheart angels, walk over and I'm, I'm like, a overly apologetic because like i feel so bad like i'm like i will clean it up i fuck also like i didn't mean to do this as soon as the set start so i mean it was in the back so i don't think anything i don't think anybody in the crowd really gave a shit after it initially happened but i felt bad because there were probably three girls that took shifts taking a dustpan and filling it up with the dirt, like shoveling it and then taking it over. Gallons of soil. Every time they walked over, I was just like, I'm so sorry. Let me clean it up. Let me do something. Can I give you money? (laughs) Can I throw money at you? But so I get back. I'm like, fuck. So then I go to post the picture. (laughs) I get it up. And then because my phone wasn't open or whatever, it was just black. So I didn't even get a picture. It just said I tagged Jesse in a black rectangle <laughs> that didn't even save. So I didn't even get the goddamn picture, man. This is very tragic. At least, oh my God, I'm sweating. I'm sweating right now, reliving it. Oh my God. Let's look at the, the plus size. You could have seriously injured somebody. With yeah. that pot, so you know. Well, the thing with the pot, it was it wasn't even like a ceramic pot. It was like a a, a like a basket, like a, a, a oh, basket. One of those like trendy like woven you, baskets. Yeah, woven. I yes. I was like, weaved is not the word. Weaved is not the word. <laughs> yeah. It's a woven. Woven. Yeah, a woven basket, like something that a snake would be in. That you'd play a flute and it would come out. Yes. Yeah, exactly, exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> Who knew you did the snake dance, man? I have a lot like of- Axl Rose. <laughs> Thank you. I like to dazzle the people with yeah, it. Man. Yeah, that's why you got to watch the video. <laughs> Not just another reason to watch the video. Uh, Danny, let's see. I have two more things. And, okay. And, uh, then we'll do the beer of the week, and then we'll get to the conspiracy theories. And we also have stuff to do, or not stuff to do in Pittsburgh, Stealing Pittsburgh's Weekend Guide, yes. PGH, and then we have some news. So we, Perfect. We have a lot to do, but yeah, it's going to go pretty smooth because... They're all going to be very good segments. Now, the second, the penultimate thing I want to talk about. I'm ready. I'm ready. I have paper towels up here, okay? Okay. I have, I have beef with the paper towels. All paper towels, big paper towels. Okay. So it's not a select the size. It's not a certain brand. It is just exclusively all paper towels. It is. Okay. And I don't like to be, you know, a blanket statement over all things. 
but it is all paper towels. This man. is a bold move that you're taking. I don't see any more single rolls. Actually, it goes with toilet paper, too. They're okay. all double rolls. Oh, two, you get two double rolls in here. That's the same as getting four. They're all double rolls, and now they have triple rolls. No single rolls anymore. So when does the double roll just become a roll? I think there's paper towel inflation. At this okay. point, there are no single rolls. At this point, that is a half of a roll. Two rolls is now one roll. You're making me do math. This is... <laughs> Okay, a single roll is one, Okay, a double roll, okay, now we have two. two. Now, this is what a single roll is now because this is the new standard. Gotcha. The double roll is the new standard, gotcha. so now we're going to move that to one. The single roll from before, okay. that's half. That That's only half of this now. The triple roll is one and a half there. What the fuck okay? is a triple roll? A triple roll is bullshit. That is like, <laughs> what, eight inches thick? That's ridiculous, well, the girth. You, <laughs> they're girthy boys, man, bounty. Um. They, 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 I don't even know how you can judge Who's a, a triple roll. Are you, are you doing it by, by feet? Are you doing it by the size? Are you doing it by how many sheets are on there? Right. Like, are, is it square footage? I don't understand. How much is it? We need to know. We need to unravel one. Now I do. Good call. Maybe that's, maybe we should do like in the old commercials where you'd unroll the paper towels, but like off a bridge. And Absolutely. then they'd unroll, and then you could see, oh, the Charmin or whatever. Ooh, whatever. I would love to do that. Yeah. Or we could do some kind of test um, <gasps> where they put the coins on the wet one and you slide it. Oh. Yeah. My gosh. <laughs> There's, I mean, that wouldn't really show what a triple roll is, but it if wouldn't. they're twice as thick, maybe. It'd be very fun. But that's my whole thing. You see double rolls all the time. Double rolls has lost its luster, man. The double roll is a single roll. It is a single okay. roll. <laughs> I, I, I know I'm going to get hate for it. I know I know. The there's going to be people in my inbox as soon as this is over. People will hate. The DMs will <laughs> yeah, start man. rolling the in. The double roll deniers, yep. single roll apologists. It's sick, man. It's sick. It's it's going to create some controversy. I'm here for you for that time. Okay. That was actually twice as long as I thought I'd talk about paper towels. <laughs> Got him. And um, let's see. The, uh, the last thing I need to talk about, and... This will tie into the news. Oh, yes. Or you know what? Let's save it for the news. We'll save it okay. for the news. We'll and it. I have that, that little clip I'll play during that. But Okay. We have, we have an important story. Well, Brent, um, somebody actually died doing something we were discussing doing ourselves not but a couple weeks ago. Danny, not you but know, a couple weeks ago. If man. I would die doing this thing. There's... I'd say it's a dumb way to die, but... It is, but I feel like no one in my life would be surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I'm with you on that. I, I, like, I, I feel the same. So, <laughs> it's it's on par, I would say. Yep. It makes sense. It would be very on brand. Yes, so we will save that. We'll tease that for the, for the second half of the show. Ooh, a um, oh yeah, a teaser. Love you know what? Let's talk about my beer this week. I'm going to touch yes. on it for a second, and then we're going to move into these conspiracy theories. Ooh, I'm oh, excited. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was my conspiracy theory. Ooh. Okay, let's get into the real music before I kill myself. <laughs> if I get drunk, well, I'll pass out on the floor now, baby. You won't bother me no more. I need a beer. I need a beer. If you're drinking well. I need a beer. I need a beer. Oh! A beer of the week this week. 
is the beer of the week I technically had last week. Oh, go back. Listen to uh, the PMP one-on-one with Morgan Gruber, uh, country singer. Listen to her. She's super nice. Uh, super interesting to talk about her American Idol experience. So go back and listen to that. But my beer this week is none other than Blockhouse Brewing's Pumpkin Ale. It's my favorite beer every single every single year. Um, I look forward to this. There you go, Daddy. Thank you. Thank you. I tried. Yeah. No, you did a great job. Thank you. Um, I dropped the ball on that. Um, but I do. I look forward to this every fall. And we also look forward to these orange Oreos, oh, Danny. My favorite. This is literally the best thing ever made. Absolutely. Ever I'll, made. I'll let you uh, review the Oreos and I'll review okay. the pumpkin beer. Perfect. If I can stop burping it up now. Um, I've, I do this as Flavor Town every year. I, I got this a couple weeks ago. And I got probably like a, a six pack or something. Yeah. And I got it, went home, and we were going to go on the river and just float down on like some rafts, some inner tubes. So fun. It was fun. Guess what? What? I got a fucking leech on my foot, <gasps> man. No. That's like my biggest fear. No, stop. This is why I don't go into nature. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm like itch. I'm like squirming now thinking about oh, it. Oh, God. Did it? Did it? Okay, wait. I have questions. Did it attach? Yeah. Did you have to pull that off? Yeah. Oh, God. I, I don't think, I because oh, I think I read chill. you were supposed to like burn it off or something, but I don't know. How would that even, wouldn't you catch yourself on fire, kind of? Yeah, probably. You would also have to have fire on you when you're floating. That's like, true, and you probably don't have, you know, yeah. accessible flames. And even people that that smoke don't carry lighters on them usually, like mm. when they're in water, I would right. think. No. But anyway. Oh, God. So, I mean, it was a little guy, but still. Disgusting. I saw it, and I thought it was a little leaf, and I went down, and I saw it, and I started freaking out, and I started flicking it, because I didn't want to touch it with my inside of my hands. Never. And feel it. So, it had to be all nail. So, I flicked it, and it didn't move, because it was stuck. So, I flicked it two more times, and it didn't fucking move. I flicked it the other way, man. And it went off, and I fucking... Like shivered because it was so disgusting. Oh my man. god! Can you like? Can you get a disease from that? I'm I, not trying to like, you know go down a rabbit. I probably have hepatitis now, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up, man. I, I, you know, I like to do that. Yeah, no, well, yeah, I lost my foot last week. Um, okay, no. well, at least you had Blockhouse yeah, um, pumpkin ale. <laughs> I know. Okay, yeah, I did. So I floated down the river and I brought a couple of those, and they weren't cold. And it just wasn't. And I was like, oh, this doesn't taste as good. I let these get cold. It's it's still as good as ever. Really? Anybody who likes who likes a, a, a pumpkin beer. Welcome to Flavor Town. Oh, it's so good. And it's I will say it is sweeter than some of the other ones. Like I had pumpkin the other day, which I swear pumpkin is hitting harder this year than ever, too. I tried a I went to my fantasy football draft and he had pumpkin and then he had caramel pumpkin. What? Which is I think 8.6 instead of 8.2 or 8.3. And it was delicious. That sounds so good. <laughs> it, yeah, it was probably also a flavor town. Um, but yeah, I, I can't recommend this Blockhouse enough. Go out and try it. Like I said, it is a little bit sweeter, but it is um, 7%. It definitely doesn't taste like it's 7%. It tastes like no. a lighter beer. Mm-hmm. Um, super smooth, uh, great pumpkin flavor. So anybody looking for a fall beer, um, it's not going to be like the Warlock or something that will knock you out. Well, it's it's sneaky because it's it seven, but it's not going to knock you out unless you have six Yeah, and I feel in like an hour. As much as I love it, it'd be hard to have. Yeah, six, yeah, you know? they are. They're, they're sweeter. 
It's it's easier to drink like a light beer or something like that all day. Um, it, yeah, it, it's like I said, it's pumpkin pie, man. It's, it's the delicious. best one, in my opinion. Absolutely. Now, Danny, I am excited to talk about some of these conspiracy theories. Let's do it. So, let's see. I'm going to scroll on this. Now, anybody listening, this is, I'm on Reader's Digest. Um, Such a credible source. I'd like to read their slogan. A trusted friend in a complicated world. It is a complicated world, man. Very complicated world. I'll tell you what. I can't read any story online ever or hear any facts or see anything ever without being like, I don't know if that's true. I need to see somewhere else. I'm like, I don't trust anything I see ever. I get that. That's very fair. Because I just feel like they're either trying to sell me something or trying to make me hate a different side politically right. or uh, socially or whatever. They they, ha- they all have some agenda they're pushing on me or they're making me buy something. Right. There's always like a hidden thing going on. I also like half read things too. Yeah. So, Well, I mean, Reader's Digest is no different. I just think they're they're more reliable as, you know. Lauren has a face I can trust. Yeah, man. Look at that. Two, two, two. Wow. <laughs> meant to be. Hey, man, Danny. I'm just saying. Um, Reader's Digest is totally looking for a dollar, though, too, because I can't scroll on this page without a fucking ad coming up. There are a lot of um, ads. But, yes. So, I it's uh, 9-11 today. Um, you know, never forget uh, bad stuff. <laughs> what a bad eulogy for fucking 9-11, man. I'm sorry. I'm trying to scroll at the same time, and I just saw Dead Baby Project, and it threw me off. 9-11. <laughs> yeah. Bad stuff. <laughs> That, that's like if there were like sum up 9-11 and you only have five words. <laughs> 9-11, yeah, bad thing. Okay. But uh, you see like you can't scroll on anything online without fucked up comments. Immediately, immediately. So there were a lot that were referring to conspiracy theories. Okay. So it made me think, much in the Bob Barker sense, let me think of something you know, where does my mind go after that? So I was like, okay. what are some conspiracy theories that actually have been found out to be true? So, right, um, let's, let's see. Existential crisis. Let's, oh, okay. Let's start with this one. Government mind control. Oh, that's a good way to start because I have a story about LSD. <laughs> Perfect. We would all love to hear it. Oh, no, it'll make, it'll make good pod. So... <laughs> Government mind control. The conspiracy says the CIA was testing LSD and other hallucinogenic drugs on American in a top secret experiment on behavior modification. Okay. All right. The truth. Oh, okay. Okay. The truth is an awesome nickname, by the way. I feel like conspiracy and the truth. The Should truth. that be our rap group? <gasps> yes. Do you want to be conspiracy or the truth? Hmm. I think conspiracy. Oh, yeah. But I, I think you should spell it like conspiracy or S-E-E. At minimum, two E's. Yeah. For, oh, yeah. But could do Or three. Danny, I-I, conspiracy, I-I. Yes. Fuck yes. Yes. Okay. I like the truth, too. <laughs> anyway, the program was known as MK Ultra, and it was real. The CIA started using, or started by using volunteers, the novelist Ken Ke- Casey, Oh, Ken, he uh, he wrote One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, man. Never was one it. Was one notable subject, but the uh, but the program had soon began dosing people without their knowledge. MK Ultra left many victims permanently mentally disabled. Don't miss it. Okay, so then there's other controversials. I know one big guy is, um, God, what's his name? Sid, Sid Barrett from Pink Floyd. He was like the original guitar player before David Gilmore came in, and he... 
was like on acid nonstop. Like he just like tripped for years, like on end on it. Oh shit! And he like is gone. I will show you a picture after. Okay. Or maybe I can find one now. Um, I'd love to see it. Um, but he did it so much, and then they showed a picture of him in like two thousand. Like he lived way longer. So, like okay. you would think he died in like sixty in the sixties or seventies, but he like lived and was just so fucked up on LSD that he wasn't like mentally capable. And I think he died in like two thousand two or something. But, um. Oh gosh, I have. Um, I remember trying LSD one time, um, and I had to work, <laughs> and it was bad news, man. I I was bartending uh, at the time, and I was very friendly, and then kind of afraid. I remember speaking in a British accent to one woman. I remember commenting on how breezy it was, and it was a perfect time of the year for breezes. I remember saying it's very breezy this time of year. And I I remember getting into work and the person I was working with immediately needed to leave for an emergency. So I was the only one left and I needed to um, cut out these cards. These, we had like dinner feature cards. I had to cut them out. I had to fix the printer. And the whole time I'm just like, I think the door over there opens to a circus. Like I kept seeing these rainbow lights going and I was like, I shouldn't be here alone right now, man. No. But yeah, I wouldn't do LSD at work. Okay. Multiple times. Um, Noted. Yeah. So, you know, don't be Sid Barrett. Don't be Chris Hopper. Don't be the government, man. Don't do LSD. <laughs> the Dalai Lama's impressive salary. Oh, okay. okay. So the conspiracy is the Dalai Lama is a CIA agent. Okay. Right? Interesting. That's what conspiracy Danny thinks. The truth. <laughs> Featuring the truth. Perhaps the reason the Dalai Lama is smiling in all these photos has something to do with his six-figure salary he pulled down from the U.S. government during the 1960s. According to the declassified intelligent documents, he earned 180000 in connection with the CIA's funding of the Tibetan resistance to the tune of $1.7 million per year. The idea was to disrupt and hamper China's infrastructure. I mean, can we be honest? That's not that much money. I will... No, the Dalai Lama wearing the yellow sunglasses, Danny. That is a vibe. He can join our um our rap group. Have you were you with the podcast when I talked about yellow sunglasses? I remember seeing okay. the yellow sunglasses. <laughs> oh, I'm a big fan, man. It makes everything happier in the world. We'd obviously need a pair for our <laughs> rap group. Oh, obviously. I think it would be one thing we absolutely need. For Speaking sure. of Important glasses. <laughs> I will not be wearing those. Those will not flatter my face shape. Oh, yeah. uh, John Lennon was under... We'll do... I'll do like two more. Okay. And then we'll move on. John Lennon was under government surveillance. 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 Holy fuck. Conspiracy. The FBI was spying on former Beatle John Lennon. The truth. Drop the beat. Boom. Boom. Crazy conspiracy. <laughs> Crazy conspiracy theories regarding... That was the whitest thing ever. Crazy conspiracy theories regarding celebs are always interesting. And this one is most certainly true. Like many counterculture heroes, Lennon was considered a threat. Anti-war songs like Give Peace a Chance didn't exactly endear former Beatle to Nixon administration. NPR reported in 2010. In 1971, the FBI put Lennon under surveillance. And the Immigration and Naturalization Service tried to deport him a year after. 
Lennon is one of 13. Okay, that's something, an ad. But I guess uh, John Lennon was under FBI surveillance. Surveillance. Why am I struggling with that word so bad? It's okay. Oh, my God. But uh, I guess things didn't end up so good for him either. It sounds like no. Yes. The government is spying on you. Although I read this one and it says it's more likely that hackers are spying on you than the government uh, to try to get pictures of you or steal your uh, keystrokes on your on your uh, computer to Com- steal passwords and shit. Comforting. Actually, I'll do two more because this one's kind of funny. There's alien evidence in the American Southwest. Conspiracy. E.T. is buried in the desert of New Mexico. The truth. This one is real. The Atari video game E.T., the extraterrestrial, failed so miserably that the company buried unsold cartridges in a desert landfill. <laughs> so is- so I clicked I clicked on uh, the, the E.T. story, um, and it says it's the world's worst video game <laughs> of all time. Wow, man. Can you imagine the dramatic moment that that was? Someone just was like, fuck this. Took all the video games out to the middle of the desert and just dramatically buried them all. That's that's like, uh, <laughs> I don't want to compare it to somebody I know, but that's like somebody like getting all outraged. Like, oh, you don't like it? Well, then well then I'm just going to go bury it in the desert. Yeah, <laughs> like, <literally>. okay, man. <laughs> okay. You know that's exactly what yeah, happened. Somebody was pouting. It was like, okay, well, if it sucks so bad, no one will have to see it again. <laughs> oh, well, this one, Canada tried to develop Gadar. Interesting. They said they would develop a way to detect homosexualities in federal employees that measured pupil dilation. That's okay. okay. There seems like there could be a lot more to that. I feel like, like there's a few more things yeah. that needs to be investigated. I feel like if it gets brighter in the room, your eyes dilate. Yeah, <laughs> or darker, whatever, man. That can make your eyes yeah. dilate. Cocaine, fucking lights, fucking um, dudes. I guess I don't maybe. know. Maybe, but maybe not. A touch of LSD. Exactly. I don't know. That'll have your eyes super dilated, man. <laughs> your only pupils at that point. Or you're very gay, apparently. Those are the two options. There's no in-between. I was gay at work. Uh, The Illuminati and the U.S. government, a secret society that rules the world, the Illuminati and the U.S. National Security Agency are in cahoots. I love the use of the word cahoots. Oh, yeah. Cahoots is great. You two are in cahoots is so good. So good. (laughs) Cahoots is going to be the first album of Conspiracy and the Truth. Obviously. Cahoots. (laughs) Okay. We're here to tell you that the link does, in fact, exist. Of course, we mean link as hyperlink, an electronic link between two sites. If you type Illuminati backwards, Etan Amoli, into a web browser, you will land on the NSA website. So that, if you click on that, it is the National Security Agency and Central Security Service. So that's if you spell Illuminati backwards, you get to a official website of the United States government. Okay. So I don't know if that's something, you know, they did later on or whatever. Maybe someone did it for funsies. Yeah, I've, that feels like kind of a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing. But, it does. Um, those are those are some uh, conspiracy theories that turned out to maybe be true, man. I'm a big fan of the ET one. I do feel like maybe having that game now is more valuable than having a good game. Hear me out. We go to the Southwest Desert. We dig up these games. That's what I'm saying. 
it could be a good time. We could be in cahoots. Oh, E.T. Cahoots, man. In cahoots. I feel like it could be a hot E.T. Could, could turn into the best game of all time if you make it a treasure hunting thing. Go find E.T. in the Southwest, man. If we find out that the E.T. games are now worth $9 million because some rich guy will pay that to have it. You know I don't like to be outside <laughs> in the nature, but I will go to the desert with you to find I've never games. heard of a desert leech. I don't know what's in the desert, and I don't want to know. Okay, Danny, quick question. (laughs) Are camels there? I don't think camels aren't, like, indigenous to the United States, I don't think. I don't think so. I think they're in, like, the Middle East and Africa. You're right. That's what I'm picturing. Because I always see people, like, crossing, like, whatever deserts. But do animals exist in the <laughs> desert? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm on I, the no, desert. No, I'm. I I got you. There has to be. I mean, I don't know that there's like a lot of life in the middle of the desert, but there has to be like birds and some reptiles and snakes or something. Mm, it's probably snakes. scorpions and stuff. A tumbleweed. Yeah, a tumbleweed for sure. <laughs> Not a tree in sight, but the tumbleweed going down <laughs> in case a duel's happening at high noon. Um, I don't remember what we were talking about. Oh, so we were talking about the desert, and I was talking about the leech on my foot. Yes. So that made me think of the rainforest. It made me think of awful animals there. If you had to survive okay. in some inclement weather, you know, or like in Alaska or in a rainforest, what would be your least favorite to do? Now, being in, say, you know, the Arctic or something would be very cool. You have to worry about that. But say being somewhere else... You might have to worry about leopards killing you or, you know, something else. I or think... you could be, I don't know, just walking in the United States. <laughs> so is this any, like, outside environment? Yeah. That I'd have to survive Tundra, in? desert, rainforest, something like that. I think what sends a shiver down Ooh. my spine the most is the thought of being in a rainforest. Because it would be so, there'd be so much greenery. Yeah. And so many, like, I'm just picturing myself, I'd have to have one of those machete knives. Yeah. I'd have to go through whatever, the brush, whatever it yeah. is, the greenery. Yeah. Canopy. A canopy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You don't know what's hiding behind it. I am actually with you in the fact that a rainforest terrifies me. Like, I feel like it would suck to live... I mean, like it would be it would be hard to find food. Yes. Let's say food wasn't an issue as much. A rainforest makes it more scary for me. Okay. Because if I have food in a cold area, I'm okay about trying to get uh, um, you know a roof over my head. I can cut down wood and build shit if I don't have to worry about food. And that's that aside. Okay, so like you kind of you can't sleep on the ground. Sleeping on the ground is out. In the rainforest, oh, you're not yeah. doing that. So then huh. you have to sleep in a hammock. Yeah. And there's nothing more vulnerable than sleeping in a hammock. Yeah. And then you have to think about the things that live in the trees. Is there quicksand? There's, the, there's too the many The desert things. is the closest to, like, the Hunger Games for me. Yeah. If I, I was, feel like that's, the, that's where you're going to get murdered the easiest. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If the sunburn doesn't get you, the rattlesnake or whatever is living out there will. And, Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. There's so many. I feel like everything, even frogs are going to murder you there. All right, Danny. <laughs> you know well, what? Let's that's, let's That's nice to talk about before you go to bed in 3 hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not a leech. Um let's uh 
Well, at least you won't be going to bed in the rainforest. True. Let's do uh, the weekend guide, PGH, and we'll rest our voices for one moment, and we'll come back with the news. Sounds good. This is Dawn Arner, and you're listening to Poor Man's Podcast. Courtney here from Stealing Pittsburgh, back again with your sneak peek of the upcoming Weekend Update PGH. The Pittsburgh International Jazz Festival will be kicking off this Friday with their Taste of Jazz Party at the August Wilson Cultural Center starting at 8 p.m. The festival will then be running through the weekend, both Saturday and Sunday, at Highmark Stadium. It's a great way to enjoy soulful and talented musicians, both local and touring, while taking in great views of the Pittsburgh skyline. Head to pittsburghjazzfest.org for more lineup and ticket information. Also happening this Saturday, Beers of the Berg is hosting their annual Rocktoberfest in the Southside Works Town Square. This free, family-friendly music fest will celebrate the season by using Zero Fossil Solar Stage to turn sunshine into rock and roll. Join the fun from 4 to 10 p.m. for an afternoon of craft beer and cocktails, delicious food, dancing, and more. Lederhosen optional. Rounding out the weekend on Sunday, Ferment Pittsburgh and Grow Pittsburgh are hosting the first annual Pittsburgh County Fair. This free event will be an urban agricultural celebration of handmade, homegrown, fermented, and fun. Featuring workshops, hands-on demonstrations from locally farmed materials, kids' activities, local food and makers, beer from Grist House Brewing, contests, live music, and more. Check it out in Allegheny Commons Park West from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. As usual, the full Weekend Update PGH with more than 30 things to do each weekend will be live this Thursday on Instagram and TikTok. Be sure to follow at Stealing Pittsburgh. That's S-T-E-E-L-A-N-G Pittsburgh to stay up to speed on what to eat, drink, and do locally. Have a great weekend. Well, there you have it. Weekend Guide PGH from Stealing Pittsburgh. That is S-T-E-E-L-I-N-G Pittsburgh on Instagram. Make sure you follow her. She has 30 events every single week, and they're always the best, so definitely check that out. Danny. Yes. It's time for another song. All right. such a vibe my favorite song i feel like maybe for for the for the video i need to have some kind of news breaking news thing absolutely i'll work on that i'll work on that thank you thank you all right let's do this so we're gonna revisit the story okay we talked about earlier yes so the one chip challenge was pulled from shelves as a massachusetts or as massachusetts (laughs) investigates a teen's death so the argument is, is it's made for adults. Yes. And teenagers shouldn't be doing the challenge. Yes. I agree. Yeah. But also, yeah. I don't know. I'm curious to see what ends up happening. The family thinks that the chip is related to the teen's death, but yeah. it's obviously under investigation and we're not going to know for a few weeks. Right. Everything I saw that it, it they weren't sure about it. Now, I, I feel like just something like this. It sounds like, oh, it's the one trip challenge because it's dangerous. I would guess this kid probably had some kind of allergy or yeah. a, a sensitive to cayenne or, you know, there's ghost peppers in it. Or yeah. there's, the, there's the other one, the, the Carolina Reaper yeah. and the the Viper. Uh, Naga Viper, the, something yes. like that. Um, those are both like 1.7-ish on the Scoville scale, I believe we were talking about. Shit. Or 1.7 million is what it is. So, yeah. So, like. I, I remember, you know what? Let me see if I saw the note. Yeah, right here. So, 
a jalapeno, which everybody is pretty familiar with, is between 2.5,000 and 8,000 on the Scoville scale. Okay. Habanero is 100,000 to 350,000. A ghost pepper is 1 million. So this Naga Viper is 1.4 million, and the Carolina Reaper is 1.7 million. So it's a blend of that. So it's probably, you know, 1.6 million on the Scoville scale. So that's going to be super, super hot. There's a good chance that he has some kind of allergy to it. But, I mean, I don't know. The, yeah. the, it's I think it's big news because it's like there's a skull on it, and there's it's shaped like a coffin, and it's like, this is so hot. Can you handle it? Like, I bet you just as many people probably die from shellfish every year, if not way more. Right, and there's so many other things. And, like, there's so Strawberries much. or peanut butter probably kill more people. Right. Year. Like, allergies to that. Like, I don't know. I'm not buying it yet until yeah. we know what's, you know, until they investigate further and know what's going on. Now, they, I guess they have, like, pulled their the chips from the shelf and everything. Like, the, the company has done that. They, uh, they're, they like, taking all the things back and they're offering refunds and stuff, which pisses me off even more that we didn't get it then. I because know. now it's going to be worth so much more, man. Where did I see them? I think I saw them at, like, the Market District. It was yeah. before we talked about it, because if I would have seen it after, I would have bought them. Yeah. Now I'm, like... Missed opportunity. I know, man. It's like when a heroin junkie overdoses because it's so good heroin. So good heroin, I think they say. (sighs) You see that, and then other people will go after it. I remember when I uh, I went to school for criminal justice, so we'd have to learn about all this shit. And it was. It was like you would think, like, if you heard somebody else died, it wouldn't be good. But then people hear it, and they're like, oh, it must be so good that they died. So. Yeah. I could see people like, oh, I want it now. Right. It creates demand for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's There's one less demand now, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, I guess we'll pay attention and see where it goes. We'll follow up with that. We'll follow up with uh, see how long Jimmy Carter's still alive, right? <gasn't> oh, did we do a check-in? Isn't no. he in hospice? Should we do, should we do a live check-in yeah, on Jimmy live, Carter? Let's do a live check-in. Okay. <laughs> I actually was going to make this a daily oh thing Oh, my for God. Myself. What if we find out right now, Jimmy Carter? Well, I, I'd like to point out <laughs> that I still won that round but yes it will be devastating uh, oh jimmy carter uh it only has his birth so all right I <laughs> should see. we have listened to jimmy carter um nothing says he's dead yet so okay. as of now we're gonna go with uh jimmy carter still alive so he's still alive but in a couple of weeks if we play the game again we'll find out okay. danny you want to do uh do you have another one i have another one sure all right Police were called after someone mistook a yoga class for a ritual mass killing. What? A couple strolled past I a hate when that happens. yoga class and saw everybody in the class lying down in corpse pose, okay. which the yoga instructor did ask the class to do. They thought it seemed suspicious and called <laughs> the police. By the time the police got there, the class was over. People had left. And five police cars surrounded this yoga studio. I don't understand how you could do that. I don't You think either. it's like Jamestown or Jonestown or whatever? Jim Jones? You know, maybe drinking so. Drinking the Kool-Aid, man? I, I just feel like somewhere on like the windows it probably said like, yoga, live a peaceful right, yeah. life. Like something How are they indicated. all dead on top of yoga mats? Right. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's typically how it works. Also, who would all die like facing the same direction? Like things like that. 
I, I have a lot of I think of if there was a mass murder, like somebody might be 90 degrees on the other one, but they're all lined up. Right. I think someone may have watched too many Datelines and just, you know, was taking their golden retriever on a stroll and saw all these people lying on the ground. But again, it's like, it's a yoga class. Like, don't they usually play music or like, um, like sounds or something? There's, I've never seen a yoga class without something there to make it very obvious that That's, it's a yoga class. Yeah. They probably all have like their water bottles next to them. There's probably a bunch probably of. Probably Stanley's as right. far as the eye can see. Uh, yeah, if not further. <laughs> But that's so, I don't know. That feels like maybe they just wanted some attention being like, I don't know. Any publicity is good publicity. Like, oh, I had my name in the news. I was trying to be a hero kind of thing. I think so. You know, I think the intention may have been good. Or they're dumb. I mean, let's not. Let's not discount that. Yeah. Because. Because most people are, I think. And that's one of those things that people, everyone's like, oh, people are dumb and nobody thinks it's them, which obviously I don't think it's me, but I probably am, man. Everyone's probably dumb, man. Everyone's dumb. But that's super dumb. So don't be super dumb. No. Sandy, you have another one? Oh, I love the index cards, man. Thank you. I always see them. Always have the index cards. I like like the multiple color. You're killing it today. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Last one. Man to face charges after attempting to cross the Atlantic in a hamster wheel for the second time. This man... Wait, he's trying it for the second time or he's like doing it for this? This is his second attempt (laughs) to go across the Atlantic. Where he already did it and he's on his way back. Like, yeah. He did not make it far, (laughs) I think, the first time. Um, He created this out of wires and buoys. If you'd like to look it up, it's it's a sight to see. I don't... I guess you just Google hamster wheel. (laughs) I'm not entirely sure. Um, He did have a knife with him. Oh, okay. And the, and the reason they found him was before uh, Hurricane Franklin hit, he was 70 miles off the coast of Georgia. The U.S. Coast Guard found him in his hamster wheel, advised him to go back to shore. He threatened to harm himself with his knife. That is the hamster wheel. And he wheel. thought he was making it across the ocean. Uh-huh. Yep, that was his goal. Um, he is apparently a uh, former professional cyclist. Yeah, it says Florida Ultra Runner. So that is that's the hamster wheel. It looks very fun. Like I feel like that could be like a beachside attraction. There's no way, dude. That would be so terrifying. That would be even more t- terrifying than being in the rainforest, possibly. One little nibble from a shark, he's done for. Anything, man. Just almost like, could you imagine being out on the still ocean at midnight? When do you see Do you know how big these fucking waves get? <laughs> some of them, man. <laughs> like that. <laughs> I'm just picturing him going up and down. Oh my god. He he doesn't what? He probably makes it how many miles? I there's no way he gets on that and that moves. No. We'll, we'll post a picture of it. It is. It's like it's one of those big like balls you see people climb into and like roll down hills and shit. Um but yeah, it's a big hamster wheel. Like she said, it's like a cage with buoys on each side. It's a cylinder with like a ball inside, which I don't understand. I'm sure it's mechanically sound. Um, the other thing I'd like to point out, which I'm sure will shock everyone, he's from Florida. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Yeah, man. If, if you look at this, everything says Florida man, Florida man, Florida man, Florida man, Florida man. London in a hamster wheel. But I think that might... <laughs> 
I think oh, London. And he's probably getting to London. <laughs> I think that was his destination. Oh, is that the man in the wheel? Yeah. God. Yeah, it's like the boy in the bubble. Or is, is that what that was? Anyway. Yeah, that's uh, uh, I don't. That's so dumb. <laughs> that's so dumb. There's no way, like, if you talk to that guy, he he couldn't actually think he's going to make I kind of want to try to look up an interview later. I kind of want to hear his reasoning. Because this isn't the first hamster voyage. This is the second one. I don't, I don't understand how it can be, like, waterproof, but also breathe out of it. I don't. Okay, there's so much to not understand. So maybe, yeah, maybe we'll just post a picture with it and you can look at it. But like you said, Danny, I think you summed it up perfectly with uh, Florida, man. Say no more. Say no more. All right, Danny. Wow. It's always, it's always such a pleasure. Thank you for uh, coming out, taking the drive to, to Poor Man Studios, man. <laughs> thank and you. And thank you for making it full. Anytime, anytime I see you. You just something. made a house a home here, man. Oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> I know. Crow, sweet home. Live, laugh, crow. <laughs> we'll get a bunch of. I, the, the worse they are, the better they are, I think. Honestly, yes. Um, yeah, I just said that. Whatever. Okay. All right. Let's, let's wrap this up because uh, I don't have anything good to say anymore. So, Danny, um, I guess we'll see you next week with Abby Elias, right? Yes. Very excited. Next Monday. Uh, next Monday with Abby. Um, and then the week after, we have Maddie Malloy and Chris Scriva coming on. Very so fun. I can't wait for that. And then we have a very exciting October. I don't have all the guests on here. But you know what? I don't really want to let anybody know yet because, no. you know, we'll let you know in a little bit. But I'm very excited for all of the guests I have on October. Uh, it's going to be super fun. Plus, it's the best time of the year, Danny. Football is back. Fall is starting. You're wearing the hoodie. I want to wear Ready. the hoodie. I, I was dressed for it earlier. I hate it because it starts out cool. I love I love the cool weather, man. Same. I'm dressing for the cool weather. I'm dressing for the weather I want. Samesies. Not I, the weather I have. Exactly. You have to dress for, I, I don't know, who you want to be. Dress for the job you go. want, not for the weather. Exactly. Want, exactly. Yeah. Hashtag podcast. There we go, man. I couldn't have said it better myself. So, <laughs> for the wonderful Danny Kaufman, I am Chris. Thank you so much for listening. All I'm going to say is I'm so happy yeah. that I was allowed to be part of your day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We hope you had a good time. If you did, be sure to subscribe to the show to catch the latest episodes and share with your friends. We can't promise not to embarrass you. And if you just can't get enough, follow us on Instagram at Poor Man's Podcast 412 Twitter at Poor Man's Pod 412 and Facebook. This is Pittsburgh's own Poor Man's Podcast signing off. See you next week. In my opinion, that sucked. Woo! Woo! Poor Man's Podcast, the best podcast in Pittsburgh. Straight cash, homie.